Welcome to the Dr. Wayne Dyer Radio Podcast. Discover the wisdom and remarkable insights of Dr. Dyer, world-renowned spiritual teacher and foremost authority on how the power of your mind creates your world. What do you have to say to all the listeners? You know, do you have any kind of message? Or I mean, it just seems like there's a lot of... Uh, anxiety and stress. I was watching the news over the weekend. I mean, people punching and shoving each other at these sales, you know, the Black Friday sales after Thanksgiving mm. and, you know, getting in knife fights in parking lots. I mean, there's just a lot of anger out there. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, I, I, I just, I, I can't even identify with it. It's interesting because I just spent, um, I just spent a, a month on the mainland. Um, and, you know, I have a home in the mainland. I'm a resident of, of, of Florida. But, uh, but being on the mainland after being on an island for months and months and months, um, I just noticed, I noticed the frenetic uh, uh, pace that everybody lives under um, and, the, uh, you know, how fast everything is and how loud everything is and how much in a hurry everybody seems to be. And um, I think living on an island uh, has, for me, you know, I always lo- love that quote of Melville from um, Moby Dick. He said, for as this appalling ocean surrounds the verdant land so in the soul of man lies one insular tahiti full of peace and joy but encompassed by all of the horrors of the half-lived life and it's that that life of of always trying to get someplace else and being in competition with and trying to get ahead of see when i was a kid the person that 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 i always liked the best at christmas was the one who gave me money (laughs) you know whether it was a quarter or a dollar or whatever it might be, it was ne- never more than a dollar. But uh, you know, we used to cut a b- birthday cake open, and there would be a dime in one piece in there. You know, and, uh, and and I used to think a dime, my goodness, that's that's like like finding a fortune. Um, so because I remember that, I remember that. So I don't get involved in Black uh, no- Black November or whatever it is, but <laughs> <laughs> Black Friday and well, they started uh, and even Cyber Monday. Is today Cyber Monday? Today is, is. That, I think yes. is today Cyber. You know. And, and uh, going out there and purchasing and purchasing, um, I, I just uh, I just write a check, you know, um, and I let people do whatever they want with it. And I ask people to instead of giving me presents, to uh, you know, just whatever money you were going to spend on me, to uh, give it to uh, you know somebody that's homeless or somebody that's struggling or someplace in the world that's uh, you know that's and that's kind of the way I've always done it. Um, although when my kids were very, very little, the Christmas tree was filled with, uh, you know, hundreds of presents and all of that. Uh, but by and large, I just, um, I don't, I just don't participate in that kind of activity any longer that, uh, you know, because this, you know, the, 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 e- the ego is the part of us that wants to win and wants to be better than everybody else and wants to have more. Um, but I'm, I'm sort of like a Taoist. I, I live the Tao Te Ching for a whole year wrote a whole book on each one of the 81 verses of the Tao. And, um, and the Tao teaches us to let go and to, to have less and, and to think you know, smaller. And, and that's how you get big things done, by thinking small and by being unattached to, your, to the outcome and unattached to your things and, and no longer having a, a sense of ownership or identifying even how, how happy you are on the basis of anything other than your relationship to God. That's where I am. I'm not saying I was always there in my life, but that's where I am now, and um, and it's a very, it's a much more peaceful place. And I just noticed how how happy I was to get back on the island, and and not see uh, you know all of these big trucks moving so fast and all of this noise and and everyone uh, 
you know, sitting. I just went over to do some exercises when I was there in San Diego, and we sat in traffic on the, on one of your freeways, the 405 or the 5 the or something. Five, and probably. Was, yeah. Yeah, and we sat there for like an hour and a half just, uh, just sitting. There wasn't there was an accident or anything. It was just, just so many people and so many cars and so much. And it's like stuff, 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 and fast, fast, fast. And for me, it's uh, it's it's much more peaceful to go within. I was just talking to my friend and saying that uh, I noticed outside that they were they had these uh, machines that um, you know they they use to manicure the lawns here, um, and I prefer to see an unmanicured lawn and have less noise and less not have machines that put. Uh, fumes in my home and, and I and I have to uh, you know hold my ears to avoid the pain of them um, I prefer to just let nature be just the way it is I agree so, I paid people yeah. once to go away from <laughs> they were out there mowing and uh-huh. hedging and whatever they were doing <laughs> and I and I gave and he couldn't understand at first what what I was paying him to do and I'm like go away you know? with the leaf blowers yeah and, the uh, leaf blowers and, and, oh. and it's those are just to me they're just symbols of noises so when you when you become a meditator which I am and I meditate every morning when I wake up uh, I wake up I say thank you uh, for this day and for all of the blessings that have come into my life and and that's my first words out of my mouth. I thank you, and then I uh, I put on the Moses the I am wishes fulfilled meditation, and um, I play that for twenty between twenty and and uh, uh, and sixty minutes. Um, and so you know I start out the day in silence. I come from silence, and then I come I start the day out in silence, and and uh, you begin to appreciate the the. the uh, you know, the, the, the more you listen, the more you know. You know, and the the, the more you talk, the less you know. So it's like le- less talk and, and and more listening. That's true. It's um, something good to keep in mind as you're manipulating or managing your way through the holidays, and you know, maybe just taking a few minutes out at the beginning of the day to just get quiet. You know, mm. what would help you deal with the rest of the day a lot easier. Yeah. Abraham uh, spoke about that. In fact, the thing I did with Abraham um, last week or the week before is uh, now it's all over the Internet. I don't know how those things happen, but uh, um, there a, a lot of the discussions that we had, people are uh, are talking about. Uh, they, they were posted somehow. I don't know how those things happen. The video they, was? Yeah. I don't think it was a video. It was audio, yeah. But, wow. Well, I'm not yeah. surprised. <laughs> everything <laughs> seems to make its way online everything, eventually, everything, you know, yeah. whether you like it or not. I know. I, I, I called my, my daughter, and she said, oh, Anita was on, uh, you know, Anderson Cooper yesterday, and I said, "Oh, I missed that." She said, "No, just go, just just uh, go on YouTube and just type it in. You'll find it." And sure enough, there it was. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, I have to see that because I love Anderson yeah. Cooper, and I'd like to see what you know his take on that was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't seen the whole show, but uh, I think they'll air it again. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Well, we've got to heaven some and uh, back. to heaven and back. Mm-hmm. We'll look it up. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got some good people all, all lined up. You know, their last chance to, to chat with you before Talk the holidays. Okay, let's find <laughs> out what's going on out there. Let's do it. Some great callers. So let's start in Maine on line two and go to Marissa. Marissa in Maine. Hi, Marissa. Hi. Thanks for calling today. And you're on with Dr. Wayne Dyer. Hi. Hi, Marissa. How are you, my dear? I'm good. How are you? How's the maniacs today? You there? Did you have a question for Dr. Yeah. Dyer today? Yes. 
my whole life I've had anxiety for well for as long as I can remember, and I've been mm-hmm. through many therapies, both conventional and unconventional, and I just can't seem to kick it. I'm very afraid of vomiting. How can I get rid of it for good? Because it really stops me from living fully. Hmm. Wow. The um, that anxiety, that word anxiety, is, is such a big word. I mean, it's, it's such a generic term for so much. Um, because, you know, one of the things I've always said, Marissa, is that there's really no such thing as uh, anxiety attacking. You know, there's no such thing as an anxiety attack. There are only people thinking anxious thoughts. So the only way that I could suggest to you, especially just in a short conversation over the telephone from uh, all the way to, from Maui to Maine, um, would be to, um, to, to just change the way you look at it. When you change the way you look at something, the thing you look at begins to change. And instead of telling yourself that this is something I've had all my life and there's nothing I can do about it and I'm terrified of vomiting and, and all of that stuff that's called fear, um, is to just you know create a, do, a new self-talk uh, regimen within yourself wherein you say, uh, I, am, I am perfect health, I am in control of uh, how I feel, I am in control of my stomach, I am in control of uh, what, what kinds of thoughts that I'm going to uh, elect. Uh, to have, and uh, put total responsibility for your being, uh, you know, anxiety-free uh, completely on yourself. Are you on medication? Um, kind of. I take a vitamin that is good for anxiety. I used to take medication mm-hmm. for years, but it really just numbed me. Yeah. Yeah, so you're not really taking any, any prescription drugs or anything like that for it. Yeah. No, not anymore. What what kind of things bring it on? What because it's just it's it's such a generic term, uh, anxiety, and um and and I I just think it's a choice, you know that that it's a choice to how you're choosing to process something like that. No, nothing out there can make you anxious. Nothing. No one. Uh, no person outside of you can make you anxious. Uh, you know, no one can do that without your consent. You have a choice always in how you're going to process any event that, that uh, you know, shows up in your life, any person, any circumstance that, uh, that, that surfaces in your life. You can process it any way you choose to. Once you get that, once you really understand it, then you start to process it in a way that, uh, that doesn't bring you that, that physical reaction of, uh, of possibly vomiting or... Uh, you know, just making your blood pressure go up or whatever the physical manifestations of anxiety are. What is it? What what kind of things bring bring it on? Give me an example. Can you do that? I live in a college dorm, and there are about 20 people on my floor, and we all share the bathroom. So if someone's mm-hmm. sick and they're throwing up in a toilet, I could get it, and I wouldn't know. So, mm-hmm. you know, living here during the months where people get strength bugs the most is really scary for me sometimes. Mm-hmm. And just, I mean... There's nowhere on campus where I can have my own bathroom. Mm-hmm. Everything is public, so it's pretty scary. Yeah, but way. but what you're what you're believing, Marissa, is that the, the 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 bathroom situation is what's causing your anxiety, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Like if you if you if you only had your own bathroom, then you wouldn't have to have, have this anxiety. So let's assume that you got your own bathroom. Would you then be would you be completely free of the anxiety? Mm, not completely. No, because it would be something else, wouldn't it? Um, yeah. It would be how many people there are, or living in a dorm, or you know, all of the things that um, you know that are going. So the common denominator on this anxiety is you, and and how you process, how you choose to process your thoughts. 
I've written a book about this. That I'm, have you read The Power of Intention? No. Okay, so why don't you leave your address, and we're going to send you a copy of that for Christmas as just a, a gift from me. Thank um, you. Yeah, and, and it's like basically it's uh, understanding. And, and, and I wrote a book many, many years ago, like close to 40 years ago, now 38 years ago, um, called um, Your Erroneous Sounds, which is really about, you know, understanding uh, the power that you have uh, in terms of how you process every event and every, every person and everything that shows up in your life. And, you know, self-actualizing people, the people that I've tried to model myself after and to become in my own life are people who, uh, despite what is driving other people to madness, um, they, they find themselves being able to be calm and cool and, uh, and, and, and softer and, uh, and, and less, uh, less judgmental towards it. Uh, the Beatles had a wonderful song they called Let It Be. You know, and it's like, you just have to let all of that be. You made a choice to be on this storm, in this storm, and you made a choice to be at this college, and you made a choice to, um, you know, to live in a place where there's 20 people sharing a bathroom or whatever. And there's so many wonderful things that you can get out of that choice. I mean, you can look at that and say, what a great opportunity this is to live in a communal, communal life and, you know, and, um, you know and, ma- and make it something very positive and joyful rather than something um, that's going to, you know, create that kind of stress within yourself. That's the antidote, my dear, to virtually everything that bothers us, is to go within and say, I am, I am the complete collection of all of the choices that I have made in my life, and I'm not going to make the choices that, that make me sick or hurt or depressed or sad or anxious. Mm-hmm. Okay? Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Leave your address, and we're going to send you that. And uh, happy holidays to you, my dear. God bless you, dear. Thanks, Marissa. Thank mm-hmm. I think she's really going to like Power of Intention. That's that's one of my yeah. favorites. <laughs> Yesterday, I was walking along the beach or along the walkway here on Maui, and there was a, a woman reading The Power of Intention uh, in a bathing suit in a little bikini, cute, cute, beautiful woman. And uh, and I just stood there in front of her and said, why would you read from this guy? He's a bum. Everything I heard about him. Is like, <laughs> and, and she started defending me. To, to this stranger that she didn't realize was, was the author of the book that she was reading. <laughs> did she recognize said, you finally? <laughs> finally she did, yes, yeah, with her husband. <laughs> That's <laughs> great. Yeah. I love that. So, but power, yeah, the of, power intention of intention is so yeah. great. It's understanding our intentions. Our intentions are, you know, if, if you have an intention to live an anxious, free life. I also wrote a, a little novel about this, like a parable years ago called Gifts from Icas. And Icas is a woman who lives on another planet, and uh, she's uh, she comes here, and she cannot figure out how how come people are having anxiety attacks, you know, because where she lives, anxiety actually does attack, and they, they you know they have these commercials and you know take your no pain so that you know the anxiety doesn't get you. This like sort of anxiety is sort of like the wind that comes in or the storms, you know, the anxiety attack report. And she comes to this world, and she can't figure out why people would have anxiety attack when there is no anxiety, and it never attacks. To find out more about Dr. Wayne Dyer or any other Hay House author, please visit hayhouse.com. Thank you for listening.